I've given to them the words which you have given me. For I've given them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them, I do not pray for the world, but for these whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and all yours are mine. I am glorified in them. Now, you can see the, the way the kingdom is arranged in such a very, in such a very deep way. The connection between God and, and his people. When you, look at this, when you look at the feeling of this scripture, you can see the intimacy Jesus has with the church. Making very strange statements like, these are the ones I'm praying for. I'm not praying for the world. You will think he doesn't love the world, but the Bible says, for God so loved the world. He loves the world. But there's just this affinity he has for his church. There's just this love. Are you with me? And that's why I laugh. Or not laugh, I'm sad. When, when the church begins to criticize herself, and when it's criticizing herself, it talks about how, how we are not doing enough in um, building roads and all of that. You get my point now? We just think the Lord is only, is, is mostly concerned about development of a nation. Are we together with me? We really do not appreciate what, what this, soup, this heavenly family what it's about, and what binds us. Are we together here? The bond is deep. And I am glorified in them. Can we read? Now, I'm no longer in the world, but these are in the world. You can see the separation. That even in the world, Jesus has a people because these are in the world. There is a separation. So there is a church in Nigeria, for example, that is Jesus' nation. Even in this same Nigeria. Are we together here? It is a church. That's how valuable you are. The eye of God. That's how valuable the body of Christ is. This morning, I just want to look at how we can operationalize Allow me to use that word. How, we can, how love can be more operational and operative in our midst. And I will be looking at just one aspect of it. How we can infiltrate the nations with love. But let's first look at this law first. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me. That I may be that they may be one 
as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept them. None of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I speak to you that I, sp- I come to you and speak uh, and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. So the world hates the church. Are we together here? The world does what? Hates the church. There's a spirit of hate that we would always have to have to contend with. Are you together with me? And when you know you are spiritually hated, that your hatred is your destiny, the hatred they have for you, you won't try to please those who are hating you. Because they can't change their mind. I read in the news today that the Senate committee on a particular hearing released a statement and sent to the Senate and told them and, 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 and commended the redeemed Christian Church of God for rehabilitating a particular road. You know, the road cost them $188 million. But the redeemed reported that case to the Senate because the construction firm who got the contract after redeem had made don't they didn't do the road for many years redeem did the road and they still collected money so the company collected money and never did the road i watched some of the hearings and so so they sent and, and commended redeem you know but it will never be a major news you get the point And that's why one of the signs of a fake spirit is an inordinate desire to be loved by the world. When you carry a fake spirit, you do everything you can do to get people to like you. You want the media to like you. Are we together now? But it says that we are hated, right? We are hated. So there is just this love, this bond. The world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that, they sh- that you should take them out of the world. So it means that sometimes the pressure is so much that you can be tempted to just, the church can just say, Father, just. <laughs> But I should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by truth. Next week. I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Is that you? I said, is that you? That they all may be what? One. As you, Father, are in me and I in you, 
that they also may be one in us. So that's the preaching today. This is an assignment too. It says, Father, as I am in you. Praise God. As. Gabriel, what's the... Can you... That, that word, as. Yeah, um, as is um, like you use it for simile when you want to describe two things that are of the same. Just as they're mm. in you, so we are also... Like exactly as. Exactly. Word, exactly. Exactly. So, as. The way, how is Jesus in God? How? What is the quality of that union? And what, how, how is that union described? At what extent is Jesus in God? Is it at the extent of blood in us? Or is it deeper than that? At what, at what extent? So much that we beheld his glory and it was as what? Only begotten of what? Of the Father. The Bible says he's the brightness of God's glory. Amen. The express image of his person. That if you call Jesus God, you will still be accurate. And yet there is God, there is Jesus. But if you said God, there was a day Philip asked him, show us the father. He said, how say you? I like that statement. <laughs> he said, how say you? How, how, how did you get to that point? You say, show us the father. He said, what kind of thinking is that? If you have seen me, you have seen the father. See that level of union. And um, because he loved us, Go back to my scripture. Because he loved us, what he did was that he introduced us into their life and the family. He says they also may be one in us. That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me. So how... Is the father in the son. One. That when the father entered the son. We could no longer separate the father. And the son. They became what? One. That's what it means. He said let them be one. Can you see that we are really. On a very serious journey. Because the question is. Are we one? And I believe that God will answer Jesus' prayers. That we're going to find a church that is what? One. And that's the reason for a local assembly. It's going to have to start from, from this place. One. Are we one? Not are we plenty. You know, churches still count size. But Jesus is counting oneness. So, a successful church is not a church that is just 5,000. Those 5,000, are they one? So,
So in as much as I believe in numbers, but are your numbers turning towards one? Are we shrinking into one another? Friends, there's work. There's a lot of work that the spirit has to do. There may be one as you, Father, in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us. Praise God. Such a mystery. Such a mystery. One in us. So another thing he has done is that he has brought us into himself. Which is the proof of, of love. The way God was able to infiltrate the earth was that he put himself inside us and put us inside him. Because Jesus Christ said, the father in me and I in him. So he's, I'm, I'm a container that carries God. Are you with me? I'm a container that what? That carries God. And I'm also the content inside God. Praise God. I'm a container that carries God. And I'm also a content inside God. Glory to God. And it says in that same way, I should, I should be in you. And I shall carry you. Deep right. Serious right. Very serious. And it is by this mystery. Let's read. And I and you that they also may be one in us. That the world may believe. Somebody say world. world. The world may believe. So this is the pattern for the final world evangelism. Now, we've seen national evangelism. I'm talking about when the world, we, the whole world at the same time, we know. Are you with me? That God is in the midst of a people. It's inched on how much love they express. That they also may be one in us that the world may believe. So, are you getting, are you catching the picture now? You know, this is the pattern I believe in because it's a scripture. That instead of using carnal means to, to evangelize the world, and using breakdowns and, and all those stuff to evangelize the world, that we can express a love that will compel the city. I don't believe in the idea where you have a church, a big church in a city, but the, its environment is not connected to that church. I don't believe in that. I believe that every church is the solution to that city. Am I preaching here? But it's going to happen by love, which is based on discernment. You know, when Paul was writing to the Corinthian church, the crisis he had with them, I told you severally, when he spoke to them, um, because of this, some of you die, some of you sleep and don't wake. When he was talking about communion, he was saying, because you do not discern the body. 
And it was in that same context he spoke in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 when he says, know we no man after the flesh. Are we together here? That our engagement and interaction is inched on the sacrifice of Jesus. I see you as a brother. And not just a brother, a brother that Jesus gave. Are we together here? And the first fruit of Jesus' love for us was that he invited us into his family. Invitation. He gave us his best. So we see the love, right? And I said the proof of the love was that he invited us in. And they gave us their best. Am I correct? One of the lessons we need to learn is that what love will do for us is that we will be willing to invite people into the good that God has given to us. First lesson. First lesson. First lesson. First lesson. First lesson. That is to say that I will begin to understand and appreciate that what I have, can I preach here? That what I have, I have for us. I'm not asking you to carry your salary and divide it. That's not what I'm asking you for. That's, that's what I'm asking you for. That every deposit of God inside you, you must understand that the first sign of love that Jesus shown was that he invited us in. That is to say, what I get right, my community will get right. I must invite. You see, can I preach here? Because if I have a, something from the Lord and I'm manifesting, just returning, and I'm manifesting that thing because of in my, in my sphere of influence and the glory is moving. Now the glory cannot pass my sphere of influence. If I want the glory to pass my sphere of influence, I invite somebody and I put in him what I have. By the time I put in this guy what I have, even though, keep turning, even though I am one, I have become two. I'm no more one. I've become two. And um, this guy can now repeat exactly everything that this guy is doing. Did you see Jesus' leadership? He said, it's better for me to go. Because when I go, I can now fully release the power that is making me do what I do. So that greater things shall you then do. I will still be king. I will still be God. But if I keep it with me, we can't reach the world. And so there is a sense of infiltration. Are we together here? That if we are not selfish, we can infiltrate faster. If you're selfish, if you think it's about just your glory, we can't infiltrate. But if you see it as a gift to the body that we can infiltrate, then after a while, this guy will pick that guy. 
get up, brother. He picks this guy and pours the same thing into that guy. And what happens? The glory spins again. Are you with me? It spins again. It spins again. If we don't carry this mindset, we are not serious. Do you know, for example, in this church, for example, if our teenagers in this church, for example, if their time for manifestation is not shorter than our own, we are failures. What took us 10 years should not take them more than two. The apostle taught us and said, let the older women teach the younger women. So it means that it means that each generation's marriage should be better than the previous. Because the older women will make sure that the younger women are not without wisdom. We have to learn to infiltrate. And the only way we can do that is to introduce as a tool for service. Don't use it as a tool to enforce what? Hierarchy. Praise God. Sorry, my brother. Can we say infiltrate? Infiltrate. We have to learn to infiltrate. And the glory is the glory. Whatever you receive from God can work anywhere. If a farmer has a wisdom from God and he gives it to a tech, to somebody in the tech world, if a farmer gives what he received from God, if he gives you some, if he's working for him in his farm, if he gives you somebody in his tech world, if it's from God, it will work. If you give it to a wife, it will work. If you give it to, to a student, it will work. It's, it's not bound by anything. If it's from God, it's from God. And so can you see how we can change the world? By making sure that we are transferring what we have. We must infiltrate. But the first premise of this is love. I love you enough to not let you go without wisdom. I give you wisdom. I give you his blessings. When you look at this, was the same thing that John was trying to communicate when he was talking about the reason why he's sharing with them. John, first John chapter one, he said, so that they can have fellowship together. Are you with me? So. If, if, if I have anything from God, if I give it to you, then we can now engage on the same level. You get my point? I don't use it to bully you. I use it to upgrade you. So his it, gift is not for bullying. So, so anytime you see a lack somewhere, don't only appreciate that you have Understand that now you have just been employed. Especially in the context of the body of Christ. 
We love ourselves that much. So, it means then that I should be joyful when I see a brother being able to express a dimension of godliness seamlessly. I should be grateful to God and I, should, I can stop praying. Because God has answered my prayer. Uh, last, the, the rich man said, send people from heaven to talk to my family. He says, no, they have prophets in their midst. Those guys should speak to them and get them in. So, if you are lacking, it may be because you are just, if, if people are willing to transfer and you still lack, then <laughs> you are a fool, right? Are we together here? Yes, sir. And that's why sometimes I'm having conversations with people and I tell them, please, this conversation, I'm only sharing my little opinion. I don't take my anointing to where God has given other people skill. You see, because sometimes, because you are pastor and anointed, sometimes the people can drop what they have. Am I speaking here? And allow your, your respect for your anointing to pass a foolish decision. I always go, I ask them, I said, no, this, I tell them, this is not a final position. What do you guys say? I call, I call Liko. I say, Liko, what do you think? Whatever Liko tells me, I can't be arguing sound with him. I don't, I don't use the word of knowledge. To know the speaker to buy. So, you have to be willing to find out who has what you don't have. And when you find out that person and you are having a conversation with that person, keep quiet. Keep quiet. When you are before who God has given, keep, keep quiet. Listen more. Don't try and prove that you are not all that foolish. <laughs> because the transfer of wisdom from one person to the other rides on the vehicle of humility. Where there is no humility, wisdom is not transferred. Don't have an idea. Have you, have you tried to tell somebody the, you are trying to describe the road to the bed? person does not know road. And you try to say, the person is still arguing with you. I just... <laughs> Can I preach here? Because un- unconsciously many times you carry the, the badge of your expertise or expertise in a particular place to the new place where you are foolish. And so you are carrying the mood of a wise person. No. That mood will not allow you to receive. The engrafted word of God as powerful as it is and its ability to save your soul, for you to be able to receive it, you must pay with meekness. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. So it's not just that the word is available. It's that is there meekness that can receive. Am I preaching here? So if I'm counseling a husband, for example, whose marriage is not working. I say, you know, 
This is what you say. No, sir. Actually, sir. Uh, all right. Go back home. Are we together here? But my major point is this. My major point is this. That you have to be willing to, to, to introduce. So that we can infiltrate. We must have a willingness. And the basis of that is what is love. You see, it, my wife can only be bad to me. She's not bad to how, how did she become bad to you? How would we is she a joint marriage? <laughs> if she's a bad wife, she's mine. Bad wife, my own. It's not a community wife. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes, a community wife. A community wife. Maybe I'll just go and do one series on marriage and stop talking about this marriage. I'll just go and do one series one, <laughs> once and for all. A community wife. After cooking for you, she'll go and cook for the family again. You are a silly man. Are you with me? Yes, you have to protect that girl. Protect in a biased way. Okay. Now you are getting it. You are not balanced. What's the balance there? There's no balance. The balance might happen when you are talking one-on-one with her. But not balance with the family. You don't talk to your, to your people and you are balancing. No. You take your wife's side. They go and balance. Yeah. That's marriage. Then you can now go and meet her and say, what's wrong with you now? You don't do like that. But before other people, no. It's only you that married her. Only you. Because if you were not married to her, they won't have access to her. They can't talk to her that way. It's because she married a stupid person. That's why people who could not have spoken to her on a normal day are now speaking to her. You are the link. You are the foolish link. You like this one now. All the guests like this one now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, friends. The pressure inside the house is enough. Don't add another from outside. The one both of you are going through is the one you have grace for. Don't go and add mommy's own, daddy's own, brother's own, sister's own. You shut it out from the one. You shut it. There's, we don't have a problem with two people. We don't have a problem with two people. We are bad. We are bad. We are bad people. I'm a wizard. She's a witch. Bad You see, because in the earlier stage of marriage, you are trying to get yourself. You, I want to mean earlier stage. I'm talking five years. I'm not talking of one month, two months. You're trying to get yourself. So the home must be strong before you know what you can supply. If you add everything at once, it can't work. If you add everything at once, it can't work. 
So God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. After, whilst he was asleep, God took. I just want to show you the respect you should put on your home. Respecting your home. God brought out the ribs and one brought it out. And then it was the woman, right? And the Lord caused the deep sleep to fall on man, on Adam, and he slept and he took one of his ribs. Don't forget that before this, he was sent to name all the other creatures. Right? And then um, he said that he named them, and for Adam, there was no companion found in those animals. And he says it's not good for what? For man to what? To be alone. There's a stage in our lives, every guy, where your soul will tell you it's not good for you to be alone. That is when every animal you want to name. Yeah. That's when everybody's looking like it. Everybody's looking like it. That was the stage Adam was. Everybody will be looking at it. Every guy, if a guy smiles at you too much, you, he's leading you on. You understand? <laughs> Are we together now? But, but, but the solution to that is that we have to allow God to cause us to sleep. This was a supernatural sleep. It's not 24 hours sleep. It is the sleep because it was, it was a glorious one. Meaning that whenever you are in this phase of life, you need to press more into the things of God. You get my point now. So that you can be... <laughs> there's no time. <laughs> no, there's no time. So that you can be... You can be focused on something else. But it takes the glory of God to do that. And it, and it, it should happen. It, it should happen to us. Take more time seeking God's face so that... God, another body will hit you and make you calm down. Because we can never make a decision, an accurate decision when we are in that state. You know, we, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are prone to blunders. You get my point? So, a disciple fell on Adam and he slept. I'll continue my teaching some other time. And it took, I mean the one on infiltration and introduction. It took the, one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Now, then the rib the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and he brought her to man. And Adam said, that's, that's how you know your wife. It just, it just clicks. You get my point? It just clicks. It's not necessarily a vision. It's just, it's just it. It flows. So, you should have had a life before, an accurate life. Then when it's time to get married, when, when that person comes, it just connects. It's just natural. And then it should continue. Your life will continue. Let me quickly give you one, Jara. When somebody enters your life, ah, uh, no, not a guy.
Chris said I should not use her. He's still working on her. Are we together now? Now, when somebody enters your life and the person's presence invalidates all your process in God, it's not from God. You've had a good journey with God. Maybe this person came. The person, you cannot flow with, you cannot reconcile it with your act. You stay there. You cannot reconcile it. The person came, you must, you feel like changing your church. You want to change your pastors. Change your spiritual father. Change what you have believed. It's not from God. It will continue. Either guy or girl, you can sit down. You get my point? And the tool is isolation. Any new relationship that isolates you from your previous experiences is not from God. God cannot because of it girl or a new boy make you eat everything he gave you before it must line up so one of the signs you can one of it not all of it to show who god has sent to you is that does the person honor the previous god the previous people god has sent to you if the person doesn't honor your experience it's not from god are you with me Person doesn't honor your experience. He said, Let's go to my church. I said, You see, all these church, church, church things, you know, I don't really like you are the church. I am, you are, you know. <laughs> I don't really, I don't do well with church, church things. I don't do well with, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not a churchy guy. And you are the churchy girl. You are in crisis. Now, listen to me. Even though you know this thing, if you have not dealt with a lust, either lust for marriage or lust for love. Because lust for love. Some of you are lusting after love. Love is a bondage for you. Every time you f- somebody makes you feel loved, you are caged. Because you are sensual. And your, your sensuality is your first expression. Your spirituality should be your first before your sensuality. Many people have married people they should not have married because their, their sensuality comes before their spirituality. There's something called sensuality, but it's not first. It's not, he doesn't, it's not that he rocks your world. There's a way the boat will rock. It will rock too much. It will turn to accident. <laughs> it is the early stage. It will be nice. By the time they shake you like this, you find that. Are you with me? So that he rocks my world. It makes my life turn blue. Are you with me? And that's why some churches don't allow, um, don't even allow their people to marry outside. It's an extreme, but I can understand where the extreme came from. It's from making sure that you don't invalidate your experiences. You get my point? You see, because this is the question. Let me, let me, let me say this to you. Now listen, all of us, there is a pool of wisdom that we all connect to. Whether you know it or not, all of us have a pool where we get wisdom from. All of us. You are where you are because of, of that pool. Now, if, if, you, 
if you if somebody comes to your life that invalidates your process, it means that the person does not agree to this pool. These things are not kind like this, but this is how it is. I'm describing it for you. You all have pool of wisdom. Now, when there's crisis, you only know how to solve crisis from that pool. Now, it's crisis. Crisis is bad enough. But what is worse off is that now there is crisis and we are, no, we are both not engaging the same pool of wisdom. How shall we solve it? Crisis is bad. But now, every crisis, we go somewhere to go and solve it. But this person does not even believe in where you are going to solve it. Ah. Then you will carry pain as a jacket. If there's crisis, at least if both of us are, have the same pool, we can both go and look into the pool and say, okay, it's Kobiko that will work. <laughs> you understand? Uh, both of us will agree that Kobiko, if we drink Kobiko, we'll be happy. And we'll take Kobiko, we'll take Kobiko, and we're fine. You get my point now? So, don't bring somebody into your space that destroys your godly experiences. And I'm not talking of only sinner. I'm not talking of only sinner. Let nobody come to your space that you will not be able to talk and confidently engage those who God has given you. Every time you are speaking, he speaks down or she speaks down on everything that you have held. You have esteemed I. That's a sign. That it is not from God. For Jesus to be valid, he has, he has to approve of John. If Jesus came and didn't approve of John, it's not God that sent him. It's always a what? A flu. All right. Go sit down. So this is now the bone of what? Of my bones. You get my point? What bone? Bone of what? Bone of what? My bones. It's also another sign. Just give me like 10 minutes. That there must be agreement on some basic core things. It has to be the bone of your bones. Not the bone of an iron. Or the bone of an antelope. <laughs> there has to be agreement on core. So it, so it means that consistent issues on fundamental matters is a sign that you do not hear God. I didn't say concern issues on all matters, on fundamentals. You find that you guys are always fighting on the most important thing to you. And you say, I love her. You don't love her. <laughs> because you, your makeup is your fundamentals. You can't love somebody who you, there's no agreement on fundamentals. You can't love somebody who your prayers annoys the person. 
And you love to pray. See, you are being too religious. You are being too religious. Let's go see a movie. You have a call to ministry. And you want to marry a lady who wants to be on Instagram. Everything is how? How? You get my point? It has to be bone of what? My bones. Now let me be fast. These are even side. These are even they're important, but they're not even the main thing I want to talk about. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of me. Do you understand? Don't marry someone strange. Don't marry a strange person. It's not deep. Don't marry a strange person. Don't marry somebody who is different from you. Don't marry someone who, who if you are not married, you can't be best friends. Like, if you are not married, you can't be friends. You can't be best friends because the things you guys talk about are different. It's only emotions that joined you, not fundamentals. Because WhatsApp has capacity of building fake emotions. Fake ones. Uh, hello, how are you doing? How was your night? Oh, nice. So good. So after prayers, pray in the morning, we'll say, hi, lovely. I just want to check you. Oh, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> the capacity to build emotions in this century is easier. So it's too fickle a basis to make a marital decision. Eventually, you ought to marry someone who is like a brother or a sister. I'm telling you the truth. Think alike. You believe. Because even with that, you will quarry. Then without that, what do you want to do? You you stab yourselves. And I'm talking to those who are not married. <laughs> to those who are already married, what you have is accurate. Is the, the perfect will of God. Stop thinking, ah! No, 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 no. Your case is different. If you're already married, your case is different. I know you people look like the fundamentals. After a while, the fundamentals will line up. There's another message for you next week. This one. Are we together now? Therefore, a man shall... No, no, no. Don't roll. Uh, uh. Born on my bone because she was taken out of the man. So, taken out of you. So, it's still you. It's still you, right? It's still you. It's still me. Phew. Next one. Therefore, a man shall leave his father. Now, the writer of this now brought an injunction. Because this is not the story of Adam. It started with the story of Adam. Then it now says, therefore, a man shall. It just it means there is a wisdom there that is valuable for marriage. You get my point now? Because Adam did not have a father. So he was not talking about Adam. He was just saying, if you understand the previous verse, then this is the resultant, you know, wisdom. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and leave his mother. So this is what he's saying. In the previous verse, you find out that he was asleep. God brought out a woman 
And when God brought out the woman out of him, he says, this is my bone and this is my flesh. This is now my bone, this is now my flesh. That, this woman. And I said, because of this, he shall now leave his mother and leave his father and now be joined to his woman. Because before you met that woman, there are other things that describe you. Father, mother here is not only father, mother. It is father, mother and other things that gave us a sense of identity before we got married. Sometimes it is career. It can be ministry. But immediately marriage enters and you find a woman and, and set a home. Immediately you have built a home. And now says your home is now what describes you, no more your father and your mother. So you now change address, change location, and your home is now a perfect description of you. No more the things that described you. So you are first a husband before you are an MD. You are first a husband before you are an apostle. You are first a husband, not fathers, not father, husband. You are first a husband before you are a father. Are you with me? You are first a husband before you are anything. All the things that you wear, immediately you find a woman, those things now become secondary and your new identity becomes primary. Are you together with me? So you now prioritize your new status above every other thing. So home must work. Uh, so you, when you have married, what now defines success for you? It's not career. If you are MD and you are a bad husband, you have not qualified. Because this is now what describes you. It now says, this must now describe you. Now the implication of that is that you now have to put all the respect on the home. Respect on the home. And make sure you are making every decision with home in view. Some people today still make decisions with money in view. With other things in view. In fact, some people consider their mother before their wives. You are, you are, let me stop abusing. Some people still consider their mothers before their wives. You know those stupid questions? If they say both. Yeah, I would say, all those idiotic questions. I had to say Are we together? So the home now becomes even you can't be a great father if you're not a great husband. You see, because you the you your your child will meet is the you with your wife. You can't leave her and love them. It is your interaction with her that is a that is a description of who you are. I see some women trying to, uh, oh, mommy, look at me, look at me, oh, mommy, look at me. It's my children. No, 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 no. You see people leaving their response, leaving themselves and trying to pour their attention on the children. No, 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 no. Whatever you try for the children, all the children are watching. It's not how you treat them. It's how you treat yourselves. It's not how you treat them. It's how you treat yourselves. If you treat yourself, you see, what you give them is an outflow of what you guys share.
you have to put a lot of respect on your home. It's going to take a lot of work. I'm not saying you are there. The best in preaching is not there. But that's the truth of God's word. Finally, I saw this scripture where God was saying that. Don't worry. He said, no, wait. He says, if you want to go pray, if you want to go pray, take permission. If you want to go pray and fast, take permission from your spouse. Who are you going to pray to? God. Who is God asking you to take permission from? Your home. So God respects your home. God says, don't come to me. Abstaining from sex without getting permission from your home. It means that your, your home has the right to say no. Yeah. And God will say, um, I've. <laughs> so like when I'm preaching marriage, you reduce your voice. <laughs> reduce your voice. We can't be said that, but it's probably the. Did you be doing what we are going through through your voice? Just calm down. Or say, preach it, Pastor, but don't say it in a way where they would think you are talking to me. <laughs> God, the Bible says, take permission from your spouse. Say, I, I won't, I, I, God, God, I say, God, say, man, I can't greet him for like three days. After go. Then your spouse says, okay, go. Then the Bible now says, I make sure it's not for too long. It means God is saying that when you are doing it too much, when you are, when you are fasting too much, God will say, oh, yeah, So God now says, if I respect your home, there should be nobody that should not respect your home. Listen, I got this revelation sitting down asking God to teach me about marriage. I sat down on my chair. I know the exact place, the exact day. God says, if I respect your home, God says, if I can ask for permission. If God can ask for permission. But you know what we do in Africa, especially towards the women? The women are always at the mercy of the husband's home. And so every time the stupid men will ask their wives to bend for, for their own home. They never, have the, the, they never have the boldness to tell their previous home to bend for their new home. Every time is your wife bending. Every time is your wife bending. And after a while, she will show you. Yeah. The woman knows how to store wrath. Yeah, for the day where you are weak. I tell you the truth. Ah, any woman that you are showing, you'll get the harvest. Women? Women? Hmm. <laughs> I've told you one million times, these creatures called women... A one million times wiser. I tell you, I'm not, I'm not. Agree. You see, the wife that you married, no, she's wiser than you. Even though she's not say, oh, you are all wise. It's a wisdom. <laughs> Just agree. I'm telling you, don't, see, don't, just agree. When a woman is crying and you are strong, hmm, that, that tears, you will invest it. She's crying on your behalf. Don't play with women. 
Guys, don't play. No, you see, don't play with your wife. Don't play with her. Don't play with her. Know that that person is a champion. So if God can respect your home, everybody must respect your home. That's what God told me. So in Africa, we always beg our wives to bend. No, tell mommy. Be your And do it early enough. Because if you do it late, you'll be like you are changing. If you do it early, they will say that's who you are. So that later when you do good, they will say, Kai, who did it thou? It's better to change and be good than to change. I don't know if you get this. Like, well, you might think I don't know what I'm saying, but it's well. I'm just a young man. <laughs> so respect your home. Respect your spouse and be a man. God bless you.